Inside a snowflake, like the one on your sleeve, there happened a story you must see to believe. Merry Christmas time, my podcast family. I hope you enjoyed that little bit of um, Christmas intro music. If you didn't get the reference, then shame on you, really, because that is the opening music to The Grinch, which um, I know I said I was meant to be back in four weeks, but I couldn't help but make an episode on this film. I decided to be nostalgic and put it on last night and I couldn't help myself but become completely immersed in the story and the messaging and just like the Grinch as a character himself and I was like paused at 10 minutes in and I was like I'm writing notes I want to make a Christmas special on one of the most iconic Christmas movies that ever lived. The Grinch Who Stole Christmas. Also, reference, I'm talking about the first Grinch, The Grinch Who Stole Christmas, not the new cartoon version that came out, which is great, but that's not the one we're talking about. We're talking about the one with Jim Carrey. Okay, so, I, I'm like, where do I start? There's so much. You should see, like, my notebook. I literally felt like I was, like, in year 12 again, like, taking notes. I was like, what's the motif? What's the this? What's the that? Like, it's actually fucked up. So embarrassing of me but also kind of iconic for me. So firstly, The Grinch. I always, I obviously like love the movie when I was younger, as we all did, but you know, you don't really understand fully what something's about until you're an adult. Well, I find this anyway. You know when you rewatch movies when you're an adult and you're like, oh, I get it now. Or like you miss things or whatever. When I was young, it was just about some like evil dude that like hated Christmas and was like kind of scary and then you know he changed his mind at the end and got happy and sung some carols with them and I was like cute fun love the theatrics love the music love the colors but I didn't really get it Rewatching it the motherfucking Grinch is about heartbreak firstly it's about capitalism and consumerism secondly and thirdly it's about love and privilege I kind of said love at the beginning wow I didn't say that very concisely but I'm going to say it here one more time so it is about consumerism capitalism heartbreak at the forefront aka love hurt pain vibes and I think a massive um display of privilege and discrimination so I'm going to talk about that today with my little notepad of all my notes, like I'm in year 12. Um, also, because it's so early, I am drinking a coffee. So if you hear me slurping, suck it up, okay? It's 6am. I'm on mic. I need coffee. I'm going to take a sip right now, actually. Okay, so the opening. Firstly, peak nostalgia. I got like emotional. I think it's something about like, who narrates it? Let me see if there's like a thingy. Who narrates, because they have such an amazing voice, narrates the Grinch who stole Christmas. Oh my God, it's Anthony Hopkins. <laughs> of course it is. Lol. 
okay, that makes sense. Anthony Hopkins is narrating it. That's why it's like peak nostalgia and like hits your soul. The music is beautiful. I was like, got really emotional. I don't know why. I'm just, I'm always crying, honestly. And in the first scene, we see the, um, this idea or this theme of like capitalism and consumerism. And you got little old Cindy, who's kind of like your anchor of the whole thing and like drives the whole story. She's like the young little like blonde gal um who you know befriends the Grinch etc etc but she's with her dad and it's like Christmas rush vibes are in the shop it's mental everyone's buying things no one's listening to each other and Cindy has this moment where she says to her dad like doesn't this feel like a bit much and then her dad replies this is what Christmas is all about boom seed planted no it's not but that's what we think it is about, which is also why I personally, okay, the reason why I watched The Grinch as well is because it's context. Obviously, I wanted to rewatch it because it's one of the greatest movies ever. But I had decided that day that I was going to cancel Christmas, not like cancel it, but like, obviously, usually like I do lots of things with my family, um, illy them. But this year, I just, I really didn't want to. My family's going away. There's a few, you know, as a lot of families, political stuff going on behind the scenes that I didn't really want to get involved in and I was feeling really anxious about going so I was like I just feel like it could be not great and I could feel anxious and obviously being away means I can't just like go home if I'm feeling like it's a bit too much so I made the decision to not go and actually spend Christmas on my own um and I know that's like oh that's sad but like not really I just literally want to spend the day like off my phone at the beach work out eat some yummy food that I've cooked myself and like just chill out and have like no expectations and like fully zen out and take the day off anyways and then I was like oh my god am I the fucking Grinch so then I watched the Grinch because I also saw this quote on Instagram that was like don't get it twisted the Grinch didn't hate Christmas he hated people and that's fair and I was like motherfucking true I need to rewatch this movie there's some context for you so we open first scene is about that where it's like people lose the spirit of Christmas because there's this pressure to like consume buy things buy things for other people buy things for family members that you haven't seen in a whole year and you don't even know like their date of birth actually I don't really know anyone's date of birth well you don't know their age or their middle name and you're like having to buy them a present because like you have to do it rather than like just giving them a hug and being like what's up y'all or like not seeing someone that you don't really care about I don't know so that kind of opens and sets the scene and yeah I was like wow okay capitalism come through this is literally what I hate about Christmas I like hate Christmas because I personally feel like it's all about that and I'm really lucky actually that my family um now that we're like all adults is like really not like that I only have my immediate family here because my mum is an only child so we don't have any like big family on her side and my dad he we have a huge family on his side he's got six siblings but they're all in Ireland and in England so unless we're over there different story we have like a big big Christmas but here it's just our immediate family and I'm really lucky that like my siblings and I are not really like we're like very like anti-consumerism and anti like non-sentimental things so we do do like Kris Kringles which is just one present but usually it's like funny or it's like a really small limit or like you know we'll like write each other's like letters or create like a mixtape like we're very into like 
non-consumerism sentimental things like don't want to toot my horn but like we're hashtag woke in this ebbs family <laughs> i'm kidding <laughs> don't come at me for that that was a joke that was a joke that was a joke but like we don't really conform to the whole capitalism idea of christmas which i back because that's one thing that really irks me about christmas also when christmas is actually like a religious holiday it's the birth of jesus like that's why we celebrate christmas and like majority of us majority of people in my life aren't christian or religious they're almost like anti-religion but then they're like gung-ho on this holiday that like celebrates the birth of birth of like jesus i don't know i feel like that's a bit weird but like all good um reason to get together which is cute and we love but yeah i just feel like it's become such a commercial holiday that like it actually loses the um spirit of what it's meant to be which is about loving on each other and i feel like as well giving to the poor which i feel like we should do all year round but especially at a time like christmas it gets us reflective on the things that we have and the people that we have and reach out to those who maybe don't have those support networks because christmas can be a really traumatic time for people and this is what i see not only is it a really traumatic time for um people but also it seems to be such a stressful time for people unnecessarily because of this narrative of like consumerism and we see this in the grinch when yeah these people are stressing out they're like pummeling over each other there's like this one bit where a store holder like comes out into the street of whoville because the grinch is said in whoseville whoville i think i said that right anyways this like shopkeeper comes out and is like 10 percent on everything for the next hour and everyone just like turns and like runs for their life and pummels over each other to fight to get into this shop which is really confronting because people do that in real life And it's like, wow, we're like literally hurting each other in order to like consume things for this holiday that's meant to be about love and joy and community and helping people that need help. So, yeah, opening scene, we love. Cut to the Grinch. We have his little like opening scene. I'm just flicking my page where these group of like teenagers like climb up to his house and he like scares them off which i mean fair enough leave him alone like ugh. anyways and he's like all like oh my god so over these people i'm gonna go down to whosville and i'm gonna fuck shit up so he goes into the post office and i love this scene there's this scene where he's like you know like obviously like rearranging people's presence to like fuck with the system but he goes to people's mailboxes and he starts like flinging letters into the mailbox and he says things like jury letters, blackmail, um, eviction notices. Sorry, I fucking burped. Um, eviction notices. There's like all these like bad mail that like people could get. And I don't know. I thought that was a very like um, well done piece of like comedy of a reflection as well of like, I don't know, just all the shit in life that like we don't want that we get. And I just thought it was funny. Um, and yeah, that's also where we meet, um, Cindy, Cindy meets him and the Grinch has like this human moment where he pulls her out of the, like the, the, like a machinery essentially. And she's all like, thank you for saving me. And then he freaks out because his whole thing is that he doesn't want to feel anymore. He doesn't want to feel feelings. And she like felt that he was helping her by like saving her. And he gets very annoyed at that because yeah, he doesn't want to feel, he wants to actually shrink his heart as much as possible. Um, which is because he's a hurt, hurt man, which we'll get to. 
Um, so yeah, that's the first time we kind of like meet the Grinch. We realize he's like, you know, a bitter person. He doesn't really like people. He doesn't really like joy. Um, and he gets really annoyed by people being happy, essentially, which is not great. Um, backing back, backing back to the consumerism side of things. This is again, like highlighted when they're putting up Christmas lights and like Cindy's mom wants to like win this like competition that they have, but this like beautiful rich lady um you know it's like more glamorous and her lights are better and yeah it's again like that thing of like it's not about like the spirit of christmas or whatever in quotation marks instead it's about who has you know the better house with the better lights better gifts you know all the things and i just thought that that was like really interesting also because it was like two women as well it felt like that competition stereotype between women and this idea of like keeping up appearances and Christmas being about show rather than community like showing face or showing that you have your shit together rather than just being real and you know gathering um and then again on this consumerism we like go back to the Grinch and the Grinch lives like on the top of this mountain where like like the way that he gets there is through the garbage chute and he like eats the garbage. It's like all there. And when he comes back, he ends up in the garbage chute and he says this line. It's like, it's cr- he's like, it's crazy what people throw away. Um, because like he uses all the trash and he's like constantly getting an influx of it. And it was just like a really like, I don't know, incredible, I think line of, like solidifying the consumerism and how the Grinch is a fucking lord um because yeah he doesn't believe in consumerism he recycles everything that they use and instead they just buy things and throw them away and they end up in a tip um which is crazy there's also this really cute line where it's kind of reference to like diet culture in the same scene where because he like measures like his heart because he wants to shrink his heart because he doesn't want to feel anymore. And he says, um, down a size and a half. And then he says, um, I'll keep it off this time, which I thought was like a really great gag to like diet culture and like the bullshitness of diet culture. So I was really into that. The first time, which is around like this scene where we see that the Grinch is just like a very hurt little boy and that there's a lot of depth to him and there's a reason why he doesn't want to feel is that after he does all this stuff in his like house that he's like made out of shit from the trash, which also shows that he's a fucking creative genius. Um, he sits down on his like day bed or whatever and he's kind of like, oh, what am I going to do with myself? I'm so bored kind of thing. But without saying it because he's like, I don't care about anyone or anything. So he starts talking to himself but like talking to his echoes. So it echoes back to him. But I feel like it kind of turns into this like subconscious conversation that he's having with himself because he kept saying like, you're an idiot. And then it will like go back like, you're an idiot. Um, and... It just felt like it it ended up being this like subconscious conversation he was having with himself, which felt like it was like his self-esteem showing, which of course showed us that he had a very low self-esteem and didn't think very highly of himself. Um, After he has this exchange where he's like talking to himself and he's getting echo back um, 
what I believe is like symbolism for his like subconscious and the way he feels about himself. He then takes himself to sleep where we see a look of like sadness on his face. And it's the first time as an audience, like we're seeing that from him because before that's just been like funny jokes, like evilness or whatever you want to call it, doing mean things. And then it's the first time we see him almost like a kid. Once that happens, it takes us back to like a flashback of when he was a kid. And the first thing we notice is that he was neglected at childbirth, which I thought was very interesting. In Whoville, the way that babies are born is they get like flown down and then they arrive at like your doorstep and then you have your newborn baby. He was left outside in the cold. So he didn't get like, you know, that maternal loving. Um, Also, wow, I should have said this right off the bat. I should have led with this. Why is no one talking about the fact that the Grinch has gay parents? He literally has gay parents. He has two lesbian mothers as his parents. Like, T. Don't know, though, if that's, like, a bad thing, though, because, like, you know, he's meant to be, like, defect or whatever or, like, an outcast or... I don't know, maybe it was maybe it's, like, good symbolism of, like, how, like... Maybe not. I don't know where I'm getting at there. I feel like there could be something there. But anyways, he has fucking gay parents, which is lit and he feels like an outcast because he's green and he's a bit weird um and he's at school and i think her name's cynthia cynthia is the same blonde woman that was putting the lights on the house that is very glamorous and it's back to them all at school all our characters are at school and she likes the grinch she's like the popular pretty girl she likes the grinch the Grinch gets really excited. It's Christmas time and the teacher's like, everyone go home and make a present for someone in your class. He has a crush on her. So he goes home and before he never used to be excited about Christmas because he's the Grinch. And all of a sudden he's like got a spark and he's got joy in him. And he makes this amazing angel for the top of the tree out of scratch to give to his love. And then he goes to school and the kids actually no he doesn't go to school yet the kids always tease him about being hairy he's got a hairy face he's a very hairy man so he has this moment where he's like thinking about all the things the bullies have said and he gets out a pair of um razors or whatever and tries to shave goes to school the next day reveals himself he has cuts all over his face he gets teased he gets laughed at and um yeah everyone's really really mean to him and that's when he snaps And he says he hates Christmas and he goes crazy. And then there's this really, really, really sad moment where he, I started crying where after this encounter, he's heartbroken as well. Like this is about heartbreak, which I never realized as a kid. I was like, oh my God, he's fully heartbroken as well. And being bullied, he climbs to the top of the mountain where he lives now, but as a little boy. And it's so sad. Like he never goes back down to whoseville or whatever he runs away and lives by himself and he's sitting at the top of the mountain and he he looks really sad and he's like a kid and it's just it made me so emotional I also like as someone who has um I suffered really bad mental illness when I was younger and I felt so alone a lot of the time. I didn't have a lot of friends. I also um went through something when I was really younger which meant that I um 
not that I had to grow up quickly, but I was kind of forced to view life very differently. I kind of had my childhood, I suppose, like robbed from me. And because of that, I um, struggled to connect with other kids. And I also missed out on a lot of school because of my really intense anxiety. So this feeling that I felt from him of like isolation and loneliness um, and feeling really misunderstood, I felt that before um, as a kid and now but you know amplified as a kid so I felt really like emotional watching that scene um and really like touched but in like a kind of negative way like I was I was upset I was like that's really sad that's really intense and yeah I felt really bad for the Grinch so in town Cindy after her little encounter with the Grinch takes it upon herself to find out more about the Grinch and through that she finds out that he was just a very hurt hurt person and she really empathizes with that so she wants to invite him to christmas and invite him to like a party of some sort which of course the mayor the mayor was also the big bully in school the mayor is one of those people who's like power hungry and like arrogant and yeah a big dumb bully which is such a reflection oh my god i got the hiccups again feels like such a reflection of politics like I found it very interesting he constantly like lies and sweeps things under the rug and he just like really reminds me of like politicians like he gives me like Scott Morrison vibes which is the prime minister of Australia if you're listening from somewhere else he gives me like major Scott Morrison like bullshit man vibes um and I feel like that was on purpose and I feel like that was done really well so there's another like you know kind of jab in the mayor character, he was also the person that bullied the Grinch. And Cindy puts forward that the Grinch should be nominated for like their like toasting award. And of course the mayor is like, that's a bad idea because he's probably still jealous of the Grinch. Um, anyways, Cindy does it anyway and invites the Grinch. And we see this shift in the Grinch through being invited, this feeling of feeling seen and heard. And we see him kind of revert back to a little kid, kind of being like, I don't want to go, I don't want to go, I don't want to go. But really we know he wants to go. And um, it's my favorite line of all time. It's actually this monologue that I, I'm going to insert the monologue, fuck it. I'm going to insert the monologue here because it's my favorite monologue from like the Grinch. But like just, I feel like it encapsulates millennials like to the T. Even if I wanted to go, my schedule wouldn't allow it. Four o'clock, wallow in self-pity. Four thirty, stare into the abyss. Five o'clock, solve world hunger. Tell no one. Five thirty, jazzercise. Six thirty, dinner with me. I can't cancel that again. Seven o'clock, wrestle with myself, loathing. I'm booked. Of course, if I want the loathing to nine, I could still be done in time to lay in bed, stare at the ceiling, and slip slowly into madness. But what would I wear? It's like this feeling of, like, he's actually excited to be invited. Like, he's obviously craving connection and attention, and he's, like, flattered, which is a very human experience. So we see the Grinch have a very human experience. Um, But, like, seeing him look for something to wear with, like, such intensity shows much how much he wants people to like him and I also just thought that was like a very iconic scene of like what it's like when you get invited somewhere it's like this feeling of like I want to go I want to see people but I also want to stay home and waddle in self-pity and then like getting dressed is like the scene where he's getting dressed and it's just like so funny like trying to pick an outfit and I was just like wow tea 
Um, it felt very human. Um, so he comes to town to accept his award and it's beautiful. We see him come to life and we see him accept his award. Of course, the mayor is a major dick about it because he's power hungry and he wants that award himself. So he doesn't want the Grinch to rock up. He didn't think the Grinch would rock up. He's also jealous of the Grinch because his girlfriend is the girl that the Grinch had the crush on in high school. So the Grinch is obviously very anxious about coming, but he does and he gets his award and it's very funny and it goes bad because people don't really see him for like who he is. So I thought this scene was really interesting as well. And it's back to that like consumerism and human beings just want to be seen and heard. Like that's, I feel like personally as humans, we just want to feel like we belong and we want to feel like people really see us for who we are and they really get us for who we are at our core. And that's definitely what the Grinch is after. And that's what he's been after his whole life um, in school and even now to the point where he doesn't want to feel for people anymore because it's too painful for him and he takes that gamble and it blows up in his face because people don't see him for who he is while they're there they're just like using him they put all these expectations on him they make him do all these crazy things try all this crazy stuff they exhaust the fuck out of him um it also really reminded me of this idea of tokenism of wanting to fix people that aren't asking to be fixed um also this idea of like you know the Grinch is this big bad thing and now he's here being happy so it's almost like it reminded me if I like this symbolism of like tokenism as well um and also helping in a way that serves the person rather than the individual that's the kind of vibe I got from the way people were approaching him you know using him praising him but it didn't it wasn't because of the Grinch for who he was it was because of what he represented and what that meant for them I don't know it just it reminded me of like this tokenistic view of um charity or something there is though at the end of all that this beautiful moment like go watch it on YouTube again I'm a sucker for an inner child moment for like that feeling of euphoric like life and happiness and people moments and we get that when so the last like event he has to do um for the festivities of this award ceremony is a sack race and it goes in slow-mo and he wins and he's like a kid like he's literally I think he's racing against kids and we just see this like such intense glimpse of like inner child playing out and he's happy and he looks like he belongs and he's where he's meant to be and you're just like yes get it Grinch get it get it get it (sighs) though they get back up on the stage after this incredible moment and the mayor is a fucking evil c-word and just wants to ruin him because he wants the crown and he wants everyone to hate the Grinch and he's probably jealous as well because he's scared that his girlfriend is going to see him for the real dick he is and be with the Grinch who's the cutest motherfucker ever so what he does is firstly he proposes to her in front of the Grinch which breaks the Grinch's heart and as a present for his award he gives him a razor which is the thing that he used to tease him when he was younger for being hairy so what happens the Grinch is a motherfucking socialist and gives the best speech ever you know what I'm gonna do another little clip of it he gives this speech and it is like absolute tea and it's like everything I think about Christmas and about people and money and people that are power hungry because a lot of them out there it's what runs the world unfortunately 
and he goes a bit crazy but like in the best way possible i also love that the grinch is played by jim carrey because jim carrey is like such a socialist and always has these like best ideas about life i heard he's an anti-vaxxer which i'm not about but besides that i think he's a little bit of like a queen and he is so incredible in this role mind you the acting chops are like off out of this world anyways there's a speech which i'm going to play a little bit of which is just like the grinch is a motherfucking socialist which i back it's such an amazing monologue Ugh. of course they are that's what it's all about isn't it that's what it's always been about gifts 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 gifts, gifts, gifts. You want to know what happens to your gifts? They all come to me. In your garbage. You see what I'm saying? In your garbage! I could hang myself with all the bad Christmas neckties I found at the dump. And the avarice. The avarice never ends! I want golf clubs, I want diamonds, I want a pony so I can ride it twice, get bored, and sell it to make glue! Look, I don't want to make waves, but this whole Christmas season is stupid, stupid, stupid! So yeah, there's a little snippet from that monologue, but it is an amazing monologue. It's all about capitalism, consumerism, bullshit. Um, and he's just triggered as well. It's like this moment when he sees the razor, you see all of his memories flooding back to him. As someone that suffers from PTSD, I was like, T, 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 he's having an episode. Um, and he spirals and he, you know, loses his shit and ruins stuff and gets angry. But me personally, I'm like warranted, literally warranted, warranted. He was triggered. The mayor's a dick. And he has some very amazing points about why it's all bullshit. So, Mr. Grinch again, being the biggest lord ever. So, this is where the juice happens, you know, I feel this. The Grinch, you know, he went into his shell and then he decided to take a risk and come out and it got thrown back in his face. This is like a real monologue for like my life at the moment, how I feel about relationships actually, because I had like a major trauma about like, trusting people i guess or um uh believing in like love and then i worked really hard to like get over that and be in love with someone and it got completely shat on all over me so i'm like the grinch right now in my house being like fuck that fuck this never doing that again blah blah blah, blah. so i feel you mr grinch i get it fuck people people suck sometimes so he's like fuck this i'm not I'm not down. I'm not down for people. I want my heart to shrink. I'm done. Cindy is like devastated about this because she really believes in the Grinch and she really sees him for who he really is, which is just like a beautifully hurt little boy that needs some loving. So she's all upset and she, you know, doesn't understand why everyone hates him. She's like, you guys are being mean. He is the cutest. And we all need to be nicer to him because that's the real spirit of Christmas. Christmas isn't about gifts and shows and awards and lights and who's the better host and the better, you know, this, that and the other. It's about loving on each other and loving on those who feel not seen and not heard. Cindy is wise for a six-year-old, but all good. 
So this happens and the Grinch is plotting. He's so angry and he's so hateful in his heart that he wants to completely destroy Christmas. So he makes up his grand plan to like steal Christmas. And yeah, he does that by, you know, going down on Christmas Eve and pretending to be Santa Claus, stealing the trees, stealing the presents. He steals everything. He robs Christmas. He steals it all. Um, And when they wake up, everyone's, you know, like so upset. And the mayor, of course, gets on his little high horse and he's like, see, I told you this guy's a dickhead. And Cindy points out that like, no, you're wrong. You got it wrong. And he says this line and I'm just like, I was like, okay. So the dad kind of like stands up for his daughter and is just like, nah, don't say that kind of thing. And the mayor goes, you choose to listen to a little girl. So the mayor is blaming little Cindy for ruining Christmas, which I think is very sexist and definitely you know ideas of feminism and the patriarchy coming in there tenfold um which was interesting because she was fucking right and this gets proven when um the grinch so what happens is essentially they're all like you know upset over the fact that the Grinch stole Christmas and then Cindy the little wise gal she is says the Grinch can't steal Christmas because Christmas isn't about stuff and he's only got our stuff but he doesn't have our spirit so they all hold hands and they start singing because beautiful little Cindy is a genius and is wise and hashtag woke and it's like you're all so stupid he stole presents Christmas isn't about presents. Christmas is about loving on each other. It's about community. It's about coming together. It's about leaning on each other. It's about family. It's about chosen family. It's about all of those things. So she knocks some sense into them and they have a beautiful, jolly time singing beautiful carols around the tree. The Grinch hears this and firstly, he's angry because he's like, what the fuck? I want to ruin Christmas and it didn't work. And then he feels this feeling of well first he has his light bulb moment where he realizes like maybe this isn't like Christmas isn't about that like and when that happens he starts to feel and we see him have a little convulsion like he's having a heart attack um because his heart grows in size and he finds himself feeling and it's this really beautiful there's this scene where which is that scene where he feels and he's like like what's happening to me because he's feeling and he's freaking out and then once that kind of settles he has this huge cry like he's just like wailing and I just I just feel like it's such a symbolism of how we are as humans like I feel like a lot of us walk around avoidant and we just like avoid and we stay busy or we stay in hate like I know me personally going through a really painful thing this year I found myself when I when I didn't want to feel, I found myself in anger and in hate because it was easier than feeling the pain of what had happened or my life or just the sadness that I was feeling. So my body would go to anger and pain and do like destructive things in order to avoid. But then once all that settled, I would have these huge cathartic cries of feeling the pain that my body was actually in. And I feel like a lot of us go through that. And I just felt like that scene was such a, that encompassed of this like anger, hate, avoid, avoid, blame, blame, blame. And then when you collapse and sit with yourself, you're like, oh my God, I'm so sad and lonely and maybe even grateful and happy. And you just get flooded with emotions. It also reminded me when I'm on my period, which was kind of funny. Um, but yeah, he has this like 
beautiful moment. And he decides that he wants to, you know, save Christmas. He brings all the presents back. He apologizes. His apology is accepted. And he sings carols with them. And it just was this beautiful ending of realizing that, like, hurt is always love. I feel like love is all we have in this life. I feel like love is everything because I believe when we have... Oh, my God, did you hear that burp? (laughs) So sorry if you heard that. That was such an intense, like, internal burp. Oh, my God, got the hiccups. Anyways, what was I saying? (laughs) I was saying that I believe that when... um, the age old saying of like hurt people hurt people because of love I feel like we hurt because of love we're angry because of love we're sad because of love I feel like everything is love love is both positive and negative and I think the Grinch and the story of love is you know is it it's what it's about um at the end of the day and also heartbreak it's really beautiful at the end the woman she leaves the dickhead mayor gives him his ring back and gets with the Grinch so get it Grinchy you got the gal but yeah there was this huge undertone or big undertone of heartbreak and love in romantic sense in the Grinch which I didn't realize watching it as a kid and he says to his dog Max who's been like his companion which is also just cute because like we all know dog is a man's best friend or a human's best friend I should say and he turns to his dog and he says I love you and has this like really beautiful moment with his dog and yeah you see him feel and you see him realize that his anger is just his pain of wanting people and companionship and this beautiful you know child Cindy saw the real human in him and it's just like that real reminder that like all it takes is one person to see through you and see your soul and see who you really are and see that we're all just hurting people even those even those that like it's like that age-old saying like you know love love over hate always even when someone has wronged you don't sit in anger but instead you know you don't have to forgive them but like find a way to empathize and understand that like hurt people hurt people and that person is just in their own stuff and it really helps heal your heart and your soul and it has for me anyway that's definitely helped me in the past year being treated so awfully but realizing that that person has to be in some sort of hurt or pain or avoidance in order to treat another human being like that and when you realize that it helps you empathize with another person and see them for their inner child we're all just like inner children running around trying to fucking do this wild thing called life and life is a very um painful place that has a lot of you know yeah hurt heartbreak um anxiety depression trauma all the things depending on what your life looks like but I don't know I feel like I feel like this movie really showed me like the essence of of what living means and what connection means and how yeah hurt people hurt people and that also capitalism is bullshit and that the Grinch didn't steal Christmas no one can steal like not like no one can steal Christmas but like no one can it's like this thing of like it's not really about Christmas it's like no one can steal the love that you have in your heart and the kindness that you can extend to other other people and no amount of money will ever buy what connection can do for you and does do for you because as the Grinch said you want something so badly like something material you have it for two seconds and you're over it and you're on to the next thing and it goes into the trash but one thing that always stays is the love that we have in our heart and the connection that we can extend to people that we know but not only that but to strangers and people that need it the most usually you know people that have been outcast and haven't been treated that well in society they're those that need love um the most and 
yeah, I just, I don't know. I just felt really compelled to do an episode on this movie because I was just like watching it so impassioned by the real message behind the Grinch. And, you know, we always make jokes like, oh, the Grinch, don't be the Grinch. You know, the Grinch is like this evil character, but the Grinch is not. The Grinch is like the most, like, incredible reflection of human beings. Like, I feel like the Grinch is the most human character. I also think there is this element too of like privilege that's woven into um, the storyline. You know, the residents of Whoville seem like that very like quintessential picket fence, white privileged kind of vibe. And, you know, the Grinch was born different and he was bullied because of those differences when really those differences is what makes him unique and more lovable and funny and fun and creative. Like the Grinch is so creative. He like makes all these things out of trash, you know, like he's so creative and that gets overlooked because of the way that he looks. So I also thought that 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 messaging in there was really genius and incredible. And I also just want to say that like Jim Carrey is such a fucking great actor. Like his acting chops in this are insane. The way he just like ad lives and makes such like bold, big, funny choices in like what, like pretty much like all the movies he does that I've seen is just incredible. And I just want to hats off to him for his performance in The Grinch because I never fully appreciated it until I rewatched it last night. And my Lord, he can act. Let me tell you that. So yeah, that's my little Grinch spill. I just wanted to do that because why not? Um, I felt compelled to, not really. I just, I don't know. I feel like I was in like year 12 English Um, except I'm dyslexic and a really bad writer. So it's like, I'm giving you my essay on Mike. There you go. Use it as you will. Maybe if you're in high school, maybe you can use the Grinch as your related text. And maybe this podcast will help you. Probably not. And probably don't do that because I failed. I failed high school pretty much. I got an asterisk. So I kind of failed English. So maybe don't do that, but good idea for a related text. (laughs) Um, Merry Christmas, everyone. This episode is out before Christmas. So Merry Christmas. I hope you do whatever makes you feel good that day. Please, please, please remember that your um, groundedness and your mental health is more important than keeping up with appearances. So if you ever need to like escort yourself out on Christmas to have a moment or you need to tap out altogether like me, you're totally allowed to do that. Um, Make sure you extend a hand to anyone that needs it this holiday season. I, um, as a really great gift idea, I have been donating money to charities as my gifts to other people. That's a really great way to use the money you have without, you know, spending too much money on gifts. If you want to give as well as give, if you know what I mean, you can kill two birds with one stone. You can give the gift of giving by giving a present of donation. Um, just an idea. Don't have to do that. Just an idea. So yeah, go easy on yourself. Also, I know like I've obviously spoken about eating disorder behaviors and having, you know, suffered um, anorexia in the past and binge eating disorder. And I know that Christmas and the holiday season can be a really tricky time for those that suffer eating disorders or anxiety, depression, any kind of mental illness. So again, please go easy on yourself. Um, Find things that keep you grounded, maybe some sort of routine or um, talking to someone listening to music music is really therapeutic for me when I'm feeling triggered I um, take myself for a moment by myself and listen to music that's my suggestion Um, but yeah it's only a few days it will be over if you're someone that gets really anxious about the holiday season just power through do things that keep you happy if not have a really good Christmas enjoy each other's company enjoy your family's company enjoy your chosen family's company um, or enjoy your own company do what I'm doing cancel Christmas and sit on the couch and watch TV all day. 
it's up to you. Okay, goodbye. See you later.